This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, my talkers, welcome to the final stretch of the Lori and Julia show on this hump day, Wednesday, August 10th. We're having a great show so far. I'm sure we're going to have a great hour ahead, so sit back and enjoy Lori and Julia. Uh, we've been saving this story till the 5 o'clock hour, and then we have breaking news on said story. And what it is is that today, Olivia Wilde's lawyer was in court today in New York City, mm-hmm. and... Um, because they're going up in these custody mm. issue and Olivia, Olivia Wilde and Jason and Chase, Sudeikis, aka yes. Jason Lasso, yes. Ted Sudeikis, yes, whatever yes, you want to yes. call him. Olivia Wilde in her court documents claimed that Jason used outrageous legal tactic, tactics that were clearly intended to threaten me and catch me off guard. He could have served me discreetly, but instead he chose to serve me in the most aggressive way possible. And that was at Comic-Con when he served her custody papers. Yes. She said he was intentionally trying to air their personal matters to the public in a way that isn't fair to their children, Otis and Daisy. The fact that Jason would be embarrassed me professionally. Mm-hmm. This is getting ugly, you guys. Well, it has been ugly. And put mm-hmm. a personal conflict on public display is extremely contrary to our children's best interests. Since Jason has made it clear we will not be able to work this out for our children's sake outside of the court system, I filed a petition for custody in Los Angeles, and she won in court today. She did. Full custody? Well... That, that the children's home is Los Angeles. Nice. He was Jason was wanted it to be New York. Mm. Oh, and so his petition was dismissed after a judge decreed. Yes, indeed, the children's home is California, and he that's is the, such hard stuff. It right? is. I for told the you, kids. there's bad blood yeah, uh, over the, the over Harry, the affair, the, the timeline. That is bad blood. That I is. would be if I was Jason. I mean, come on. Yeah, it got a little dicey once that information came out. Yeah, it was. And now, and Jason is at Ted Lasso has finished the third season, is. and he's moving back from the UK after the wrapping and. He won, wanted the kids because he and Olivia lived in, in New Bur- York, Brooklyn, yes. and LA. Okay, so he wanted them. That's a bummer. I feel for these for everyone so, involved. So they just Olivia just won. Jason now has been embarrassed. He, he had told his people had told Page Six. No, Jason had no knowledge, and we did not believe that. We didn't believe it because it's just like, uh, I don't know. It just, it seemed like it was done, yeah. you know, purposefully. Out of malice. Mm-hmm. And um, she alleged in her petition that they had previously agreed that the children would be in L.A. for the upcoming school year because Sudeikis was... Was going to be in London anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, so she won today. 
And he wanted the children to be with him because he's not filming. He didn't want to take see. This is all custody kind of issue type of and a this thing. This is a hard thing when you're East Coast West Coast or you know bi coastal is what they were. That'd be hard. Then they added London tri coastal. Right. Then they became tri coastal, and it was her idea. Yeah, I bet you know. I mean, they never got married, but they share they they've shared these two kids yeah. and stuff. So yeah, she run one. Round one, and I wanted to just revisit, um, for some reason, this was making the rounds yesterday, and Holly sent it to me. I wanted to revisit a vintage Hollywood gossip moment of a couple that we didn't know. You know, it was, like, so shocking. We followed them. It was such a happy moment. But Nicole Kidman and uh, Tom Cruise, you know, he surprised, divorced her two weeks after throwing a lavish 10-year anniversary party. Never made it to the ten year, ten year actual mark. They he, never made it. That's right, because that would have changed. To, right, he, and, they had the ten year party, but they never made it to ten years because that is the breaking point of when you split everything. Yes. Okay. And so he and we were on the. It was the most. We were just like heinous, Ooh. heinous thing. And I know. I think they were already broken up by the time we got on the air because they that was like you know ninety. Nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. she was on David Letterman in two thousand and one, um, and um, said uh, this iconic little statement. And there's also a photo of her leaving her lawyer's office. I know what she can say. Jumping up. Well, here's what she. Oh. Here it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to take it. Well, I know it's, it's odd. It's just an odd thing, you know. Well, I can wear heels now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Man. Now we move on. Yeah. That's going to cost you. Because <laughs> he's like, hey, what's new, you know? Mm-hmm. And she obviously doesn't care if her guy is taller than her. No, because she's Keith, taller than yeah. Keith Urban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, we all knew that she was talking about uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> and was. it just cracked him up so much. So I don't know if Olivia Wilde and Jason will have that in front of them. At least they don't have the Scientology wedge. No, I know. Between them, because Tom did alienate his children. Yes, he did. But massively. Massively. But also remember, these kids started getting indoctrinated into Scientology when they were six. So by the time they get divorced, the kids are like nine and 11. They've been, they've spent the last several years thinking they're full grown adults mm-hmm. that can make up their own mind about anything and everything. I mean, talk about a dangerous thing to do to a kid. Okay, oh. here's a couple more things on this mm-hmm. one. Okay, so Katie Holmes. Boyfriend looks like her son Connor, kind of. No, that's not her son. Connor belongs to Nicole and Tom Cruise. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Katie Com- Holmes looks boyfriend. Okay, looks like Tom Cruise's son Connor. Oh, okay. And Tom Cruise, um, we never, I never knew the exact amount he pays Katie until 2024 for Surrey. Yeah, it's four hundred thousand dollars a year, and that. Connor has been married. We knew Isabel got married. Did you know Connor got married? I don't care about these kids. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, right. I really don't. I don't think that they make that much news because they're. Yeah. Okay. It. You know. Okay. But yeah. He probably married a fellow Scientologist. He did. He did. He and did. and oh. Kim yeah. was banned. Of course. That is because the, that's the, the only grossest, one to understand this each was other. The grossest thing I think. You'd ever see a parent do? Oh is yeah. This parent alienation that your mom is a sub. What's the word, Larry? Um, they call it SD an S, an S O or SO. suppressive. Sup- 
Oh, yeah. wow. An SP. SP, expressive person, and mm-hmm. you could never talk about him. I mean, it really was heinous. Very much what so. What they did to her. She raised but these she, kids. But she didn't realize, you know, and here she was, you know, a psychiatrist. Uh, daughter. Daughter and all of this, and she didn't realize, you know, like how menacing Scientology really was. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, boy. Anyway, mm-hmm. okay, Owen Wilson. I saw him yesterday in the most tragic-looking mustache I've seen in a long... <laughs> I called Except it a penis stash. Well, that's it, because it looks like a porno like a face. It does. He it has does. a porn nose. face with it because he's in this new movie that's that's, that's going to be streaming on Paramount Plus called Secret Headquarters. Yeah. It centers on a kid named Charlie who discovers the secret headquarters of a powerful superhero hidden beneath his home and must defend it with his group of friends when villains attack. And it turns out his father, Charlie's father, is played by Owen, who is a superhero with a mustache. And I can't decide if it looks funny. People kind of like it. Do they like it? Yeah, yeah. IMDb rating is almost 8. Okay. Out of 10. No, that's... Jesse Williams is in it. Michael Pena. I mean, I like the uh-huh. premise of yeah. it. The whole idea. You Sounds know, fun. Very, but honestly, his mustache is really... <laughs> it's... It does. Some people can rock it, some people can't, and his, I'm not liking it. And his hair in Marry Me with J-Lo, you know, the movie that, that came in. Oh, his that was hair was... Was it a tragic wiglet well, or what was going on? Told me He's that, receding, the butterscotch well, story. Whatever. But <laughs> yeah. how the ear thing, you know, how he always wanted to have his ears covered oh. with his hair. Mm-hmm. And you can see him fight that in this because he has yeah. funny ears apparently. But he's he's talking Wedding Crasher too. Well, we have a little audio oh, of that. Okay. He's on with Extra. And of course, they did the New York premiere of Secret Headquarters. And it kind of looks cute. It does look cute. And Katie Crook. Krause spoke to him and she's just like, you know, um, I know you always get asses or something, but here he is talking about the Wedding Crashers, a sequel. I also need a Wedding Crashers 2 update. Is that still happening? It's my favorite yeah. movie. You know, the, um, David Dopkin, the director, oh, I think he's sort of kind of exploring some ideas. And it was kind of one of those movies that, you know, we had such a great time doing it. And then, you know, obviously it got a really nice response. Nice and so, response. you know, just hoping if you do do something that it can uh, live up to the first one. Yeah. Have you seen a script at all yet? Uh, they're working on some stuff. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the most we've ever got. His voice is I love his so impacted. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I. <laughs> that was good. Mm-hmm. Oh no, and just is so voicey. I got that drag. Yeah. You know, he just is. He's the butterscotch sound. That know. was his nickname. You know, at the Playboy Mansion. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. all the bunnies. Oh yeah. The women called him the butterscotch stallion, and I'll just leave it to you to figure out why that is. But I know there isn't a man alive who would walk away from that nickname. And Kate Hudson, when she dumped him, crushed him. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that. right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this does. This movie does look uh, cute, and he did grow the stash for this superhero part. Even though, to borrow Ryan Gosling's statement about Chris Evans in The Gray Man, that's a trash stash. <laughs> there true. you go. It's not. It's not. It has no resemblance of Tom Selleck whatsoever. No, or <laughs> Sam Elliott. Or does, Sam Elliott. It does yeah. not land in the mustache hall of fame. Oh, no, good call. Okay, there you go. All right, listen, we. Uh, Go, we gotta go, and then we'll be back with the dirt alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert.
Hump Day, Lori and Julia. I suppose you love the whole idea of Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. You've probably already got the film written. Oh my gosh, no. No, I, okay. I think this is going to be incredibly challenging and difficult. Oh, you, Holly, then how do you think we're supposed to feel <laughs> if you feel this way, damn it? Uh, I say that because <laughs> making a movie is a lot of work. Right. The fact that we ever see any movie make it to the big screen is a miracle in and of itself. Well, we know that from just watching the offer on Paramount Plus. Good Lord. Yeah. The making of The Godfather. A lot of drama there. Right. I'm also nervous because they said whatever movie we make has to have a comedic element to it. Well, okay. We feel, I feel good about that. That's the only (laughs) thing. That's the only piece of it I feel good about. We're just, Lori's going to ride Grant around. Yeah, no, but I mean. she's going to gallop. No, I, I, yeah. I don't know why I feel good about that one part of it, but I'm like, okay, we can be funny. Oh, well, comedy is really hard to do. It is. Okay. Right, it is. Great. Holly, <laughs> thank you so much. I don't it have is. any confidence, but yeah, you okay. seem to have more. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I think that uh, <laughs> we're going to get a lot of help. That's what I'm praying for. From folks who know what they're doing. Right. right. So feel confident in that. And okay. we're doing it all for charity. Right. And you can just, you know what? If it doesn't work out, you can just call it an avant-garde film. We can give ourselves um, a lazzie. <laughs> or a Tazzy. A, a Razzy. My talk Razzy. A Tazzy. Well, look, you just call it an art film and you go give it to the walker when right, you're all there done. You go. Oh, <laughs> dear. It's fine. Oh, all right. Let's talk about a celebrity divorce that might not be happening anymore. Jerry Hall last night asked judges <gasps> to dismiss her divorce case against Rupert Murdoch. What? What? Oh boy! What does this What does this mean? Well, Jerry Hall asked the Los Angeles Superior Court to cancel the divorce petition she filed just five weeks ago, meaning that the case appears to be at an end. So they have they, they've already settled, or maybe they're getting back together. Maybe Feels it was like just well, she a asked bad him fight? to dimi- dismiss. It might have been just a bad fight. Wow! Yeah. Maybe they just had a tiff, and Jerry Hall was like, fine, I'm going to get a divorce, and you're going to write me a big check. But apparently, they've kissed and made up. Oh, Who so. said love is dead? He's 91 and 66. It can happen to anybody at any time. Wow. Seemed to be drastic. Wow. The breakup, serving him with the divorce papers at the you know private yep. jet, but that's how he flies. It's, it's like his office. Yeah, you're not going to find Rupert Murdoch hanging out in coach. Right. With a wet wipe and some... Mm-hmm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Pretzels, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> um, well, so- that's interesting because the story that we had heard is that Lachlan 
doesn't like Jerry. Mm. She's too whatever. He doesn't like her. She's too influential on on the dad. Who knows? Wow. Yeah. Well, it looks like a little succession is happening there. Yeah. No kidding. It is like something right out of succession. Yeah. Now, uh, Rupert Murdoch had 30 days to respond to the petition. That date had passed. Okay. And then, you know, Jerry Hall filed to dismiss the whole thing. So I think we're not going to hear much more from those two. All right. Well, may they, you know, be in wherever you go in August when you're a billionaire. On your yacht? Yeah, on the Hamptons. You know, maybe they go there. Maybe they've got some private island off of Maine. Oh, how lovely. Mm -hmm. So they're not sitting in the backyard in a kiddie pool like me. No, they're not. (laughs) You know, somebody who is not being quiet, though, is NeNe Leakes. Oh, what's going on with her case? Well, we don't know what's happening with her case, but we do know what's happening with NeNe Lease because she is sharing some opinions on social media. She sent messages on Twitter today, seemingly accusing Andy Cohen of abusing her and, quote, stopping her from working. Mm. So one of these tweets, which appears to be aimed at Andy Cohen, so she didn't address him directly, said, I am happy and I was able to help all the other black women get job opportunities that are working for them. Mm -hmm. He stopped me from working because I was a threat to his career, yet he was able to abuse me for years. NeNe Leakes adding, I want to release these voice recordings so bad. Receipt. She's got receipts from Andy. Well, Andy used... I'm on team NeNe, 100%. I do not doubt at all that Andy Cohen and the suits at Bravo screwed her over. How did she go from having a red-hot acting career... Mm -hmm. To nothing. And she said the job offers dried up because the long reach of NBC Universal was huge for her. It's kind of funny because it's And look how he screwed Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Andy's not above screwing over a woman. And I think Kim Zolciak, they let a lot of like terrible behavior go on with Kim because Kim and Croy, they're a couple of... I don't know. They, well, they seem kind of like they, they're rednecks to me. Oh, beyond, Lori. Not kind of. Yeah, okay. Yeah. NeNe Leakes' Twitter bio now reads in all caps, blacklisted for telling the truth and not wanting to be abused anymore. Receipts. Yeah, I, I 100%. But you know what? how iconic is NeNe Leakes? You can't go to a meme. Go to Go to your GIF factory on your farm. Okay. What are you talking about? Okay, but like you know how you can add a gif, a gif and you can. I add don't know s- how to do that. That's one thing you do know how to okay, do. Okay, so if you, I, see, you go to a gif factory uh, on your. That's farm. what I call it. Just I have gif. no idea what you're talking. Okay, about. the search button. But I'm saying if you, for applause or a huh or Rig. Um, really or whatever. But there's in every category of emotion. I swear to you, there's a Nini leaks meme. Oh, yeah. Wow. Across the internet. Wow. Across the internet mm-hmm. for all kinds of emotions. Did she and get paid she for any of that? Well, no, but I mean, yeah. she was a million dollar a year. I mean, Andy didn't like her anymore and he got her. He did her wrong. I think he did her dirty. I really do. And NBC, too. So this lawsuit is still ongoing. NeNe Leaks sued NBC Universal Bravo and production companies True Entertainment and Truly Original back in April. She was on sitcom. She was in that one. She uh, was. She was on a lot of stuff. And as soon as the, and I don't doubt that she has the receipts, but to me, NeNe is uh, is a house. I don't I've never understood. And then I was like, oh, look at Harvey Weinstein. Look at how many people he got blacklisted. Mm hmm. 
It happens. Look at that. And the look long at arm of what happened NBC. to Janet Jackson. Yes, and look at Les the long Mondes. arm of NBC. We've just uh-huh. gone over all the stuff that they're in bed with. I think they're going to settle with Nene because I think she's got recordings and emails and everything else. And I think Andy has loose lips. And I wouldn't be surprised if she's got the receipts on it. And I also think that um, they don't want any of this to come to light. Mm, yeah. Uh, look for that settlement in the near future because yeah. it seems like Nene Leaks is ready. And put the pressure on Nene. I like it. And people are coming to her support and she's not naming them, but anybody right, that's watching right. this, I don't know. I just feel like he has really done her dirty, Andy Cohen. That makes me mad. But he was a dink when I met him in person. Ooh. We still like his show. Yeah, I like his <laughs> like the shows yeah. or whatever, but I think that he is he's a, he's like a mean high school guy. Okay. In the cool kid All club. Right. Oh, delightful. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's keep it uh real housewives adjacent. Denise Richards opening up about how she handled Charlie Scene's public outburst when it came to their daughter. So she's talking on Caroline Stanbury's podcast. She's a real housewives of Dubai star. Oh, yes, she is. And Denise Richards admitted she struggled with the decision to file for divorce because she felt guilty about breaking up her family and how it would impact their daughters, Lola and Sam. She said she didn't want the she maybe did them a disservice. She said there's no handbook for this, especially when you're in the public, too, and you have to deal with all this crap concerning Charlie Sheen's behavior about 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And she admits that she covered for him with the kids. Oh, yeah. Of course. I believe that. She said, that's what you do. She said, I sheltered them a lot and they started to get an age where so-and-so said this and she would lie and cover for Charlie Sheen. But she said now as they're, you know, they started to get older, they were more aware of things. And she says, that's why I say I don't know if I did them a disservice when they were younger. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's, that's, that's every, everybody do, that gets though. divorced oh with gosh. kids. I mean, you do second-guess you yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and how could you explain to your children what was happening in the public eye? It's just best to kind of maybe obfuscate that a little bit. Absolutely. Because <laughs> they're not going to understand. So. Yeah, and boy, have things come around like full circle then with, you know, now she's on OnlyFans and her daughter didn't like her for a oh, while. Oh, it's and, crazy. I mean, you know, it's yes. like, uh, I don't yes. know what what I'm saying there, but it's just like... There's, yeah. there's been people, people have grown up. It's a journey. It's a journey. Thank you, Holly. <laughs> See, this welcome. is why you're going to be an excellent filmmaker, you little Scorsese. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Probably more like Ed Wood, but we'll see. Okay. <laughs> Quite the scandal. I love that. I love that Rod Stewart and his condolence on Olivia Newton-John said her tight pants and grease at the end were his inspiration for Do You Think I'm Sexy? I if you want my body, I love that. Uh-huh. I love and that. He's, always, he's made wearing skin-tight pants a signature of him, and luckily yeah. for him, he's one of these dudes with long, skinny, skinny legs. legs. You know? Yeah. And um, so anyway, um, we talked about this, and we, we decided that um, because it was the number one question uh, that we were getting in emails and that people were wondering about when besides we got when the, Grant was coming back. Yeah, besides when Grant <laughs> was, was coming back. That was a big one. Oh, but um, when Olivia Newton-John, when we got the news that she passed away on Monday at 73 years old, her husband, uh, John Easterly, known to Julia and I as Amazon John, when yes. he and Olivia were in our studio in 2010. Cammy wow. Cammy Berry. That's right. Drink. Um, oh. But he released a statement that she had passed away, and um, they you know, were she's truly in love. Truly in love, but thirty-year journey for breast cancer with Olivia. Yeah. But she had 
um, we just decided, I mean, you know, uh, that it wasn't, we weren't like speaking ill of the dead, but like any woman who gets to be, um, you know, a, an overnight superstar, basically, you know, in kind of two phases, because she was like that dreamy the girl in the 70s, yes. won the country grammar in 1974, set the country music people out of their mind. What, an Australian girl? You know, I mean, and then she does Grease, and so she has all this thing, and she kind of, you know, goes, you can imagine there were a lot of men chasing her. Oh, of course. And let's just say that Olivia Newton-John, we do not always have good pickers for men. It depends on where you are in your life, who you're picking, right? who you're finding to be with. And like her first husband, the father of her only daughter, Chloe, uh, Matt Latanzi was a dancer on Xanadu. On Xanadu, he was a backup dancer, and he was ten years younger, yes. like twenty-two to her thirty-two. You think there? You know this isn't going to last, and no, it didn't. He did eventually run off with their twenty-three-year-old babysitter um, <laughs> while she battled breast cancer. Was that when it happened? Yes. Oh, that's just terrible. Terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. Although he did post something lovely about it. Yes, of course. And, yeah. But he was 11 years younger when that's... they got married in 1984. And they divorced in 1995. But he was like 22 to her 33. You just... It was like Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher. Yes, yes. That was a big Big. It's difference. too much of an age difference yeah. at the different points of their life. So he ran off um, with the babysitter during a charity ride while she battled... Uh, breast cancer but they did come back together and all of that but the other big story in olivia newton's john's life and she and john you know they've been married since 2008 john easterling so she had a very happy you know they were in love and we saw that when they were in the studio but the thing that people wanted to know about is she had a boyfriend like a boyfriend of six years Mm -hmm. that went missing Mm -hmm. and she uh um you know her love life was always i was kind of looking it up that she was in the tabloids a lot about rumored romances they always tried to make a thing that she and john John travolta Travolta. but they never did yeah she was a regular topic of tabloid fodder but um she was really kind of a one-woman man, mm-hmm. is what she was. And um, so after Matt runs off with the babysitter, she does meet this guy. Maybe she dated some other guy, but she meets this guy. This His name is Patrick McDermott. And they were together. He was a cameraman. Cameraman. And he mm-hmm. was. they were together for like... Um, because she div- uh, she broke up with the... In 95 with Matt... And um, so she was single for a while before she met um, this Patrick dude. But she, he disappeared in the late, in, in 2005. 2005. He we went missing. Mm-hmm. And she went public. She said, I'm hoping, that I'm hopeful that my treasured friend, she didn't call him a boyfriend, is safe and well. And I'm grateful to the officials who are working so hard to find Patrick, whom I love very much. I ask anybody with information to please, please come forward. He'd been missing for two months by the time she came forward and did some Mm -hmm. morning news shows. He was on an overnight fishing trip. And months after the accident, Olivia Newton-John told CBS News, 
Um, we don't know how. It's really, really painful for me, and it's really, really per- personal. We miss him. We love him. Mm-hmm. We're still kind of praying that there's a chance he'll come back. This was about a year and a half after he disappeared. Mm-hmm. And she let told CBS that she'd become very close to Patrick's ex-wife mm-hmm. because they both loved him. He was the father of the ex-wife's kids. Mm-hmm. And she said, so we're bonding over how hard it is that we don't know where Patrick mm-hmm. is. Then about two and a half years after he's gone, the speculation began that he was in financial debt up the Wahoo. According to CBS News, he owed $31,000 to creditors. He owed his ex-wife several years worth of child support and that he'd filed for bankruptcy mm-hmm. before he met Olivia Newton-John and authorities. They, they did. To, a, they did. America a whole, most wanted on him, a Dateline NBC yes, on him. Yes. They started a website, find Patrick McDermott. McDermott. And despite the, you know, all of this, the authorities were never able to deter, deter, determine. Well, did he die? Cause he was on right. an overnight fishing trip with yep. like 30 other people. Right. And, and everything was there. His keys, his passport, his wallet was everything was on the boat. Right, right. But if, ten years after the after he supposedly fell off the boat, a, a report surfaced that he had faked his own death and was living in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Women's Day magazine in Australia alleged there was substantial proof that he'd faked his own death. None of the other twenty-two people on the overnight excursion witnessed him fall off the boat. Right. Investigators also noted. That Patrick McDermott got a new passport with his given birth name, Patrick Kim, right. Kim, and had withdrawn all of the money from his bank accounts. And then this private investigator who took the case in March of 2007 said, this guy, 99% chance he is alive. Right. There's no doubt. He did a book called Lost at See the Hunt for Patrick McDermott. And... His ex-wife wrote to Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos asking him to stop promoting Klein's book, Lost at Sea. Yeah. Because they said he is a well-known serial liar. Uh, Patrick? Yes. The husband? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they don't, uh, you know, he says there's a lie, that he's alive and well, and apparently Olivia, you know... Once she met John, Mm -hmm. she just, like, let go of that and let go of the friendship you know, so to speak, with she couldn't bond with that lady anymore about all of that sadness because she was like, did I just get used for five years? Right, right. Possibly. Because <sighs> he never was upfront about all this no. stuff. No. You know? So, um, I don't know. I think he's in a fishing village somewhere in Mexico. Well, they say that he's alive and well in Mexico. In Mexico with long hair and he goes by Pat. <laughs> he's, he's, or Kim. He's Korean. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, he could, uh, you know, be very wow. easy. But yeah, the fact that nobody. Remember that? We were on the air and we're like, where is he? It, where it was the is weirdest he? case. She must have been so embarrassed. She, well, I don't know if she was embarrassed. She honestly believed well, he, that disappeared. he disappeared. Well, everyone did. Everyone did. And then, um, you know, she would talk about it from time to time and just like, we, we don't know. And it's, it's haunted me because wow. like, then you have to also grieve. But she found happiness with her John. Yes, she did. And she married him in 2008. Mm-hmm. So three years after Patrick either died falling off of a boat and they never found his body, which would be, I don't know. My God. They do float up eventually, <laughs> which is why they're 
tied with cement, and they're popping That's, up all over Lake Mead. That is the truth. You know what they're I mean? Bi- if a body f- yes, falls over, they are over, finding ev- a lot of bodies. But you'll eventually mm-hmm. pop up. So, I mean, that is, I guess. Good to know. That's. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Me, Julia, going to the School of Law and Order once again and, and coming up with the theory and, and the reading school too many books. Of, yeah, I Biology, really right? And right. you just, that's why people always... so. But this case... Was we were on the air. We were all over this thing. And it yeah. was just like. So she had two public heartbreaks. Yes. And that's why the fact that you see all these people have said the most amazing thing. She was truly a genuine, wonderful person. And I'm so glad that, you know, she. She found love. And she was found happy love. And, and she lived for such a long time mm-hmm. with breast cancer and raised so much awareness. Yep. And anyway, so. Even Olivia Newton-John, with all of her tragedies, she found love. Yeah. So, there you go. All right, listen, we'll be right back. Hey, by the way, just to follow up to my Olivia story about, um, she talked about it as recently as 2016 to 60 Minutes. Oh, wow. Australia's 60 Minutes. She said, and she maintained, he was lost at sea and nobody really knows what happens. I think there will always be a question mark. I don't think I'll ever really be at peace with it. It no. was in 2016. Well, that was a horrible thing to do to somebody. Yeah. And that what a horrible thing to do to someone you love. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he left a, 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 a child, mm-hmm. you know, to, oh, horrible. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> oh, God, I mean, what kind of, who did he owe money to? I always think yes. that, too. What's the other story? Who was he running from? Yes, what are we missing? What are we missing? He was going to end up with the fishes. Maybe he did end up with the fishes. Maybe maybe the people he owed money to disappeared him and made it look like Ricky. he faked his own death. It could be. I mean. To do something that drastic, there's got to be more than just, I want my freedom. Right. Yeah, the money. There's got to be more. There's somebody, your life is on the line. Yes, there's got to be. And so somebody's chasing him, and it wasn't Olivia (laughs) Newton-John. No, it wasn't. No, are we coming up with our movie? Oh, there we go. (laughs) Someone's chasing you, and it's not Olivia Newton-John. Right, right. No, I'm just... Grant, you're going to be the runaway. You're going to fake a disappearance. Yeah, Yeah, that that works. I can do that. And we're going to find you. in a tramp. Oh That's gosh. actually kind of funny. Isn't it? Two ladies in a trap. Yeah. Oh, Two ladies in a grant. There we go. Two ladies in a grant. There we go. Oh, I don't know. Do you- no, I wish we didn't know about it because I know how you and I are. <laughs> we will. It'll be panicked. Yeah. It'll be flittering around. It'll be flittering around everyone's in the staff. Yeah, but it, particularly with you and I, Julia, we're going to get ourselves good and worked Dumb. up about yes, this. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. It's not funny. Only be- it's not funny, Grant. It's I'm not sorry. funny, but it no. is funny. Somehow we have to make it funny. Maybe, exactly. maybe our film will be about how much we don't want to make this film. We could do it like The Office. We could just yeah. you know pretend we're living real life and film it. You know, oh, we could have, yeah. We'll have fun with this, you guys. We're going to no, have some fun. But the fact that Holly said I it's know. so much work, okay, to eat this. Like eight minutes. I mean, I know. I, oh. 
Yeah, it's going to be a lot of work. I didn't need to hear that no. from Holly, but she was no. making me, um, you know, I was feeling bad when I saw that, like, she actually, I realized, oh, yeah. Demanda. Demand, yeah, I'm Demanda. 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 I like it. Demanda exercise. D. Demand. Demanda. Okay, so. Um, so Don, anyway. So yeah, Donnie, I just called him Donnie. I know. Um, Donnie would have loved this. No, right? oh, he would have. Yeah. He, he loves loved to act. anything acting. Anything acting, dancing, and singing. Yeah, the, it's it's the acting part. You know, oh, that we're so good at being ourselves. I was going to say, maybe we, we get Donnie to do a we cameo. Don't, we don't right? know how to do anything else. We're. I'm not good at this. Uh, Resident Alien, are you still watching it, Grant? Yes. Okay, it comes back tonight. Oh, good to know. Another show that I don't have time to watch. Right, I was going to say, I (laughs) didn't even watch the second season. Yeah, I barely got through the second season because of just time. But that's a good one. It's coming back. Mm -hmm. Um, So you think you can dance if anyone wants to watch that. Oh, is that back? Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How about Animal Kingdom, Grant? Did you get caught up? Yes, I got caught up. And boy, are they making it an epic last run here. And what they're doing... That f- is such an underappreciated show. That was like Sons of Anarchy. Yes. And what they have mm-hmm. done to build the characters as their past... The Cody family. The Cody family with young Smurf, who is played by... Um, the ex- uh, ex- Lila George. Lila George. Who was married for a hot second to Sean Penn. And the daughter of Vincent D'Onofrio. She, right. She, and the daughter of... Um, her mom is a famous actress, too. Greta Scacchi. Wow. She is, she is amazing. And she is the best version she shows us why if you watch the show smurf Smurf was the way smurf was Ah, perfectly done it's it's so that show was so good it's the sopranos on the west coast yes you always told me like sopranos meets sons of anarchy and i think that is a crime family it's a crime family in southern california and surfing is involved but yeah and and beautiful men and and, women and 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 great women and sex and uh schemery and skullduggery and yeah you just don't you going on ventures with this family? This. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's really good. If you're a fan of like a Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, I think Justified. There's so many seasons. Six. Six, yeah. yeah no. But you know, I just Casey and I just started watching that show. I think I wanna say that Neil Justin told us about oh, that I'm show sure. way back when that gonna because be Alan Barkin was in it. You know, and so it kind of had a proceed because TNT wasn't really, they had done a few shows, but anyway, and Casey and I were like, it's just totally hard. So he's into it too. Oh my gosh. Yes. Sunday appointment television. It's Sunday appointment television and it has been for the last (sighs) six years. It's good. And And I just, I just kind of binged it all in the last summer, this last summer and winter. You you told me about Mm -hmm. it. And now, so this has been my only appointment for like the last. You know, a few weeks here, but man, if you get a shot, give it a shot. You'll like yeah, it. Yeah, I think so too. I yeah. think so. And Julia and I, you know, finished Blackbird and we're thinking you oh, did too. I did not get oh, to yeah, finish that one. No, so I, good. Yeah, yeah. That's uh what that's I think I'm on episode three. I have six total. Yeah. I don't know why. There are so He's many so trees and all the plans. And thirteen lives. Oh, and thirteen lives, yeah. Grant, that's the movie about the kids getting saved um in Taiwan, uh the soccer Thailand. team. Oh Thailand. yes, yes, yes. Ron yes. Howard directed it. Yeah, Julia watched it, gave it big thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Was it stressful, Julia? That's something to see. Like that kind of stuff gives me anxiety just watching it. Well, I feel like. you know the happy ending. That's true. That's so true. You, you do. In that way, in that respect, I feel like yeah, you can go into it because you know 
how yeah. it ends. If I didn't know how that ended, I would definitely not be, be able to watch not it. Be able to so, watch that's it. so funny that you can, yeah, but I, that, I couldn't get through, you know, Breaking Bad because of the stress. I couldn't get through Ozark. Ozark, Ozark. Yeah. Ozark yeah. to me was pleased. Oh, that show was. Why does anyone. What an epic. Great show. Epic show. And I put that it. one right up there next to Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. And Madonna Spanish. is on Jimmy Fallon tonight. Oh, yeah. Madonna's on Jimmy Fallon. So get ready. I'm, I'm girding my loins and my diaper <laughs> pants that I don't have. But maybe, maybe, maybe tomorrow I'll come in dressed with a Madonna button. Just see how I look as a thick, thin girl. Have we had a confirmation while I was gone and who's going to be playing Madonna no, yet? No, 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 still, no. Julia no. Garner is our best hope for from who yeah. plays on Ruth on Ozark. Yeah, but that has not been officially confirmed, right? Her people aren't talking. We just know that Warner or Universal, I can't remember, someone has greenlit the money. Movie. Okay, all right. But Madonna's a- still writing it. Maybe she'll tell Jimmy Fallon tonight. As they play, you know, maybe they'll do, you know, they'll dance around to the Beyonce. The last time he just soul. he left and just she just slithered on his desk. Oh, I'm maybe. curious. Oh yeah, I'm I curious if you yeah. revisit those memories. Oh, yeah, <laughs> those fond memories. Oh. All right, well, be careful. Uh, and it well, first of all, the All Star Game is at Allianz Field tonight. Yes, on yes. ESPN. I think that starts seven or eight. So, but there should be some traffic mm-hmm. on 94 by Snelling if you are trying to avoid it. Have a good night, Grant. Great to have you back. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Off you go.